Welcome to Queer Longing, a podcast where we discuss and explore everything that we're longing for and living for in our queer community. I'm Olivia Taylor. And I am Lucy Cecil. Here we are. Here we are. Coming live to you from the countryside. Yeah, we're taking, we're having a rural location this rural week. Rural retreat. We are. <laughs> Absolutely stunning. So we're at your family home. Yeah, the family uh, homestead. Yes. Um, For the day, we've got a gorgeous Monday off. Yeah, we have. So nice. I mean, I always have Mondays off, but you know, it's extra special because you're here. Yeah, it's extra special for me because yeah. normally I am at work. But here I am just basking with no 4Gs in the countryside, yeah, exactly. off the grid. We are off the grid, but still coming to you on the potty. Um, yeah, it's just so silent here. It's so nice. It's so silent. Like, <laughs> I feel like my own thoughts are creeping in. And oh, no. It's okay, scary. well, don't worry. We'll get you back to the scene. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was very nice to have a gorgeous um, sleep with no one shouting like, Shannon, outside the window. <laughs> yes, um, absolutely. So, you know, you've got to be grateful for, for that. But um, yeah, it was absolutely gorgeous. We just had a stunning brunch, didn't we? We did. It was so good. We had some lovely uh, asparagus, some lovely avocado and a mm. nice egg. Stunning. Um, we needed it as well, which we'll get into later. Yes. So this week we have had a gorgeous long weekend, but we'll talk about that very shortly, I'm sure. But firstly, what are you living and longing for this week? Well, this week I'm living for, as you've just a bit touched upon and we said we'd dive right into, is the weekend we have just had in Margate. Oh my God. <laughs> can we talk about it? We absolutely can. Take so... it away. <laughs> We went to Margate for the weekend for a friend's 30th celebrations, um, drove there on Friday, took a nice casual seven hours, Oh yeah, it was stunning, it was sunny and lovely, um, got there, absolutely amazing Airbnb, right on the front, gorgeous sea views, full Georgian townhouse, one million steps um, up to our stunning room with a beautiful view, um, and we just uh, had the best time ever. Best time ever, and I think... I, we were talking about this yesterday, and mm. I feel like, not to toot my own horn, but I've really hit the nail on the head with this, that the <laughs> best thing that you can ever possibly do in life yeah. is to go somewhere with one gay bar. Yes, no, you're right. That That is that is so perfectly put. Yes. Because those, cause we were talking about like other places we could go and stuff and blah, 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 and then we're like, no, what you need is one gay bar. You need one. You need one. You don't need two. You don't need zero. You need one. You need one. You need one. And it needs to be in like a town. Yeah. It's not a, a big t- city. No, 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 no. Exactly, exactly. And this was so perfect. So in Margate, there is one, well, that we know of anyway. And anyway, there's only one to us because nothing else counts but this. Oh yeah, if there are any more, we don't want to hear it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's one sort of bar slash club that's actually apparently a restaurant. Yes, bar and restaurant. Um, but you have been advised not to eat the food there. Yes, as we went in, the bouncer went, and someone mentioned something about it being a restaurant and the bouncer went, I wouldn't eat <laughs> <laughs> in like a hushed whisper. Right, it was so funny, a careless whisper. Yeah, but um, anyway, it's called Sundowners, and the sun might have gone down, but the party was absolutely rising up. Absolutely, I I can't like we when we walked in there that first on the Friday night, I was like, oh my god, this is heaven on earth. It it, it was our heaven. Yeah, I I I I just live for it. Like yeah. the the you walk in and the first bit's like a bar that's basically just like a pub, dark like panelled walls incredibly bright lighting <laughs> can't take a selfie in there for love nor money oh, no you can't and then you go through to the back and there's like a dark curtained room with just a big light that says gay yeah <laughs> but the thing is it's not even that big no yeah it's like something you'd have in your hallway yeah, yeah. it's on like it's on like the back of this like massive wall and it's just like quite small and it just says gay <laughs> Um, and then there's obviously that there's a tiny stage and that's the dance floor and also they had uh, drag queens performing and yes. it was just oh, oh well there's the neighbourhood dog everybody <laughs> welcome to the farmyard <laughs> what's up. the do- what's the dog's name Bear Bear well so bear with us while we uh, just wait for him to shut up <laughs> he might not no let's just we'll go um, for we'll it we'll carry on um, yes uh, Sundowners was honestly divine. I loved it. And what was their speciality on the bar, Olivia? Play, pray tell. Oh, yes. So um, if you're thinking about taking a trip to Sundowners, my personal recommendation to you um, would be to investigate their trifle shots. Oh. So I think it's like some kind of raspberry liqueur, liqueur um, some kind of custard flavour shot and whipped cream. Fucking Megan. £1.50. <laughs> They're practically the best, paying you. The best money you could ever spend. What a deal. <laughs> Um, and so yeah, I I live for places like this. Yes. It's like 
I'm so happy that we yeah. went. When 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 I walk in somewhere like that, I just I'm like I feel so hashtag blessed to be part of the queer community. I know, and be able to come to places like this and feel completely safe asap, and just feel like everyone is just living their best lives. And, and also it's so nice, like you rightfully mentioned on the night. Mm. Well, I say the night we went, both nights we were there, <laughs> but um, the hooks on the walls. Yes. Oh my god, gay rights. Gay rights. They had hooks on the walls. You could just put your coat on. So you didn't have to like throw it on the floor and like hide it in a little stuffy corner. You'd have to pay for a cloakroom. There were just hooks on the walls because yeah. they know what we need and want. Exactly. And everyone trusts each other that you can just put a coat there and it's going to be fine. Yeah. And Stunning. It's, and it's right on the front as well. So we, on the first night, we went there and we left at the stroke of midnight and yeah. did sparkles yeah, on the beach. Yeah, we did sparkles on the beach. Took ages to light them. <laughs> <laughs> and then we all just um, sang Eternal Flame. Yes. And uh, did some sparklers and had a little paddle. It was... Yeah, but it Honestly, was so nice. Absolutely gorgeous. So shout out to Sophie, whose 30th birthday yes, it was. Happy, happy birthday. birthday. We love you for inviting us. We loved it. Yeah, and isn't it it's just so gorgeous? Because we haven't actually known Sophie and her girlfriend Hannah for that long, but they're our like, gorgeous new friends. I know. And don't you just love making new friends at the ripe old age of 29? I know. It feels like I didn't think it would happen. But yeah. here we are with like a whole new group of here friends. Here we are. And then we met their gorgeous friends as well oh. from the weekend. So yeah. Such chance, such Shout chance. out to you. Um, yeah, it was such a great time. Margate is wonderful and I think it's like the perfect size of a seaside town it's got the best vibe everyone was super, super chilled and nice it's got like loads of good bits going on and I would love to go back we definitely the, didn't explore the beach it is so nice and it's like properly really nice sand nice. yeah we had a lovely walk on the beach oh, didn't we, we did. on Saturday afternoon had a little snooze in the sun we did keep having to explain to everyone that we weren't together oh constantly <laughs> and like even to these girls we just met and then they were like oh yeah someone did tell me that and then they're like but then they still just thought it yeah but i suppose like <laughs> we kept saying it but then we were like we're just gonna go off for a walk on the beach um, <laughs> on our own anyway see you in a few hours <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then yeah we then just know what we like we kept telling everyone that we weren't together and then you were making um all of the party food when we got back because yeah, they the bought the 4am meat feast. yeah they bought like 9,000 meat feast pizzas <laughs> and those like a, a Tesco party selection for yeah. when everyone was coming back yeah. from sundowners Ch- chicken bites yeah and so Lucy like assumed her natural role of <laughs> cooking all the food assumed the position yeah and then um, one of Sophie's friends was talking to me and was like oh, it's so nice that Lucy's, like, doing all this cooking for the group. It's just so kind. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, well, you should see her with actual real food that she makes from ingredients because <laughs> she can really, like, cook some food. Obviously, extolling your virtues. Yes, thank you so much. And Like she... a good girlfriend would. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then she just goes to me, even though we spent the whole day saying that we weren't together and everyone kept forgetting, she just went... Well, this is what you need to have in relationships. You need to have someone who's really, really good at cooking and then it doesn't matter if the other person's not. And I was like, I, I just went, I just, I just went. too late in the day yeah, by then. It was like five in the morning. No, not five in the morning, like two in the morning. And I just went, yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> I'm blessed. Oh my god. Yeah, so very funny. I'm just going out to everyone, but fine, whatever. Um, so yeah, I'm absolutely living for what was a. Stunning, wonderful, fabulous weekend. Feel very full of life and full of jus de vie. <laughs> Wherever it is, people say. Joie de vivre. Yeah, joie de vivre. That's the one. Jus de vie. Who's that? Sous vide. Sous vide. I'm sous vide by this beautiful queer weekend. You've been temperature controlled in plastic. Gorgeous. Um, yes, it was so, so nice. And what a heat wave we had as well. Yes, it was very warm. I've actually caught the sun. Look, you can see um, my, my watch. My watch. Where it my positively watch was. golden. Yeah, golden, golden brown. Yeah, it's like sun. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that is what I'm looking for, and I'm longing for. It's connected, but just as we mentioned, had many, many meat feast pizzas, and I'm just longing for lots of health and wealth and ten thousand um, greens that, and vegetables. That is my actual longing for. Oh, as is well, it as well? As yeah, here. well, here longing we are. for vegetables. Yes, that, <laughs> longing for to eat, to be well, eat veggies. <laughs> There's just a little insight into our notes. Well, we'll be documenting our wellness journey. Yeah, I just feel like I ate so many breaded things, which is, like, fine. I don't mind, but, like, I just want some vegetables. Yeah, I think two KFCs in two days is probably the limit. <laughs> two KFCs, about 18 meat feast pizzas. Uh, some mozzarella bites. And some trifle shots. Some trifle shots, yeah. <laughs> and some Jaeger bombs with, like, knock-off Jaeger. Yeah, and that's, just, that's just hashtag what I eat in a day. Yeah. <laughs> Julie McKeith, eat your heart out. <laughs> Um, yes, yeah, so that's why I'm living longer for. What are you living in longer for? Well, that is my longing, yeah. um, my future of vegetables. <laughs> and living for, I am living for, I don't know um, if everybody has seen this, but it's only just come to my attention now and I just showed you, yeah. um, which is a stunning looping video. I do love a looping video. Same. Like a gorgeous vine Same. or a vine of old. Ten hours of this. 
and it's just Charlie XCX with um, a bottle of room odorizer, um, just saying gay rights. <laughs> <laughs> and you know how much we love to hear celebrities say gay, gay rights. Rice. Yeah, so, so good. That is probably what yeah, we'll I'm be linking for. you all up to it so you can watch on a loop yourselves yeah. and send yourself to sleep to a nice little child loving gay rights. Oh yeah, loving all of her gorgeous collabs at the moment. They just keep they just coming. keep coming. They're like constant. Yeah. The question is, who hasn't she collabed with? Oh, us. Not yet. Yeah. yeah it's coming around the corner. Surely we're next up on the list. Autumn 2020. <laughs> QL Charlie XCX. <laughs> right. So other than consuming miles and miles of motorway. <laughs> And a lot of fish and chips and breaded items. What else have you been consuming this week? Right, well, this week I've been uh, sinking my teeth into not very much, but uh, my cousin came to stay. <laughs> and... You've been sinking your teeth into some breaded KFC? <laughs> yeah, constantly over and over. Um, my cousin came to stay um, and uh, we, we like to spend like our time playing games. Because, you know, hashtag Gamer Girls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> from our youth. And we spent the whole of last Monday, I think it was, playing this um, app game called The Room, Old Sins. And, like, it's this game where it's, like, all puzzles. You have to, like... Is it, like, on your phone? It's on, like, iP- we did it on an iPad. But, like, it's essentially, like, an escape room, but on an app. Ooh. But more, like, intense with, like, you basically, like... So the first ever one was, like, just a box, and you have to, like, find all the secret bits Oh, that sounds so fun. It's so good. And then the second, like, game was, like, you go through some more rooms and stuff, and, like, uh... No, like, the third one was like that. And this is, like, the newest one. It's called Old Sins. And it was, like, this whole big, like, doll's house, and you, like, go into individual rooms, and you have to do different puzzles and stuff. And we just love it the most. Oh, my God, I love games. And we spent... Um, we played the whole... We didn't realise we were going to, like, finish it one day, but we just spent the whole day <laughs> playing it. Five hours of gameplay, and it right. was over. <laughs> and that is pretty much all I've consumed, because uh, it consumed my whole life for one day. And then I know it's really, really boring, but I've just been ill, so I've just been going to bed whenever I can, yeah. possible. Um, also, as you can tell, I'm still, still there. But... Also, we have our new favourite game, though, don't we, which is Five Gold Rings. <laughs> Uh, the thing about coming to Lucy's <laughs> house, which is really great, is if you like games, you're in for a treat because whenever it's telly, it's either Poirot mm. or all games. Yeah, there's always some element of mystery to yeah. be solved. And then it's and then it's so it's either that if it's like downtime and yeah. then uptime is real life games such as the name game or a murder mystery. Yeah. We just love to be challenged. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> want, want the brain constantly in motion. Yeah. Yeah. So we watched um, some hilarious uh, quiz game that I'd never seen before called Five Gold Rings or Which something was like that. Hilarious. On ITV and it was very, very funny. Such a like janky premise. Yes. It's like really scraping the barrel of quiz games, but you know, it's a nice time. Um yeah, apart from that, actually, I did listen to um, an episode of the podcast Queer AF. Right. Do you know that? Which is, like, run by... Um, it's, it's, like, a national, like, student-led podcast, and they use different, like, student radios and stuff from around the country, around, like, Britain. Student to, like, bodies. <laughs> day in, day out. <laughs> student bodies. It's not real life. It's, it's high school. school. As we were reminded of last night, what a stunning <laughs> thing to know that we both knew about that we didn't know we both knew about. Yeah, I know. I love that so much. I know, like me too. when you just watch something like a bit secretly on your own, like never really verbalise it, yeah. and then like years later find out that you yeah. were not alone. Yeah, exactly. Well, me and my mum just said it's not real life. It's high school, and you went, "What's that from?" And I was like, "Student bodies." And you're like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, I'd like saved it in the dark recesses of my brain to like be extracted at yeah, this very moment. Absolutely. So yeah, student bodies. <laughs> um, create Queer AF, which is like a podcast that use all different like students and stuff do bits about um, different gay experiences and stuff. I listened to one um, a few weeks ago that was about, which I forgot to mention on the pod, which is about like um, gaming and like queerness in gaming, which was really interesting. Oh. Um, and there was a whole bit about like putting your sims in same-sex relationships and stuff like that, which right. was funny because uh, that's what I always like to yeah. talk about. Um, but this one was interesting. It was about a guy um, who was really struggling with like quite a lot of internalised homophobia and how he like was knew he was gay and was like happy to be gay but was feeling really um was having a difficult time with like going out in like queer spaces and like feeling like there were expectations of being gay that were like being put upon him. Like okay. he had to be a certain way, he had to enjoy this, he had to enjoy that, like and things like that. And being just young and from somewhere he was from like a village where like there was no other gay people and stuff and he he just felt very like isolated and very um yeah like pinned into a certain expectation of gay which as he grew older and through this he goes and speaks to like a different a couple of different sort of counselors and different people from like um queer uh 
organizations and stuff like that um and he learns like throughout this sort of podcast that uh obviously you can be any type of person and be yeah. a queer person but also i think to learn as well because sometimes people try and reject those stereotypical notions of yes. gayness especially um gay maleness yes. and to you know yeah reject that and say oh you know we're not all like that yeah. but in doing so that is um well is it's an externalized homophobia yeah, yeah well that um, that's exactly what he was doing he yeah was, and he was very frank about the way that he was uncomfortable the, the things that he was uncomfortable with about how he he would like go to gay bars and then like if somebody was like being like a certain type of queer around him he would yeah. like abuse like um, v- like verbally abuse them oh, call God. them like faggots and stuff oh. like that it's like horrible i'm sorry to say that but he but he but he would and he's very frank on this podcast it's very interesting to like hear such a frank sort of like account of how somebody was yeah um, and, and i think it's important to have you know honest conversations about this even if even if it is uncomfortable because it's just like such a thing yeah exactly and he like had a really big problem one of his main problems was he had was with pride and like how he didn't like how pride was all like big parties and like everyone being like oh we're everyone's yeah. like we're getting it's amazing blah blah he didn't like that mm. but then he came to realize that like pride can be uh whatever you need it to be for throughout like throughout your own experience yeah and that uh, it was really interesting, actually. One of the people he spoke to from one of the organisations, I can't remember who it was, um, was talking about the idea of like how when you are, you know, still struggling with your own internalised homophobia or with being uncomfortable with um, how you are as a queer person, the idea of like horizontal oppression, so like oppressing people of your own like community, community because it makes you feel uh, more comfortable. It's just projection, essentially, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So, but it was just. Really interesting episode, and, and um, I would recommend listening to it. I'll link it in the show notes. But... Yeah, and I feel like that that whole sort of circle of um, internalized homophobia is, is such a real thing that just doesn't get discussed no, enough. Exactly, it's kind of like you always hear stories about um, people from sort of outside of that, or you know, I wasn't out and I was horrible, but like now I'm gay and it's all fine. Like it doesn't doesn't always end there. Yeah, you know, it's I think for a lot of people and for probably most people to a lesser or greater degree like a constant process of kind of i don't know um coming to terms with certain things and accepting certain things of like wider society and like our community and yourself and how all those things interlink it it can be yeah really hard so that sounds like a great thing to listen to yeah no i I thought it was really interesting that they were exploring that like on this just like student-led quite like youthful podcast and i thought it was a great like platform for yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's not really easy. It's not easy thing to Very, talk about. Yeah, yeah, and he was just so frank about it. And like by the end, he is completely like, basically like, oh, I was. And he always knew he was being like a dickhead when he was saying those things and stuff. He always knew he was wrong yeah, and like, like he couldn't find a way it, out. But of he it. couldn't like he was just so struggling with it. And um, yeah. it's nice because like by the end, it seems like he has more clarity and like he's going forward. So that's nice. Yeah. Um. But yeah, what have you been consuming? Well, as you know, I've been on my journey with Shit's Creek. Yes, you have. (laughs) Kayaking up that beautiful creek. Oh my god. (laughs) Who knew what this programme would mean? I know. Well, I knew, but only just a bit before you. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, like, I just watched it because you were like, yeah, it's like a good thing to watch. And you did say that it does get better and better, which it did. But then it just got everything. Yeah, it's so good. And it really takes you, like, um, sort of, like... uh, well, you don't expect it. Like you, 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 you're like, oh yeah, it's kind of good. It's fun, whatever. I'm enjoying it. But then all of a sudden, you're like, I'm so in it. And yeah. I care so much. And I would never expect to have the emotional reaction to something that's like, you know, a a, a twenty minute sitcom. No, exactly. That I had that I had because like we were talking about it on the drive down to Margate. There's this bit. I, I spoiler, I guess, but like you don't really need to worry about spoilers with Shit's Creek because it's just no. what it is. And also, like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> um, where the main guy, the son David, who is also a writer of like the co-writer yeah. of Shit's Creek, who I really fancy. Yeah, you love him the most. Yeah, he is. He is um, like you mentioned a few podcasts ago. This amazing sort of pansexual queer character and he's in a relationship with a guy called Patrick but he also has loads of um loads of sort of hang-ups around 
I don't know, kind of putting self out there emotionally and being yeah. vulnerable and um, actually sort of like committing and taking those emotional risks in relationships. And I feel like this would never be explored in like any other like 20 minute sitcom. No. Like the sort of like the, the sort of emotional journey of a character. But there's this bit which I've already spoken to you about where, and you just like knew which bit immediately, <laughs> where he um, does a lip sync in the shop because he like owns this shop with um, his boyfriend, Patrick. And he performs a lip sync of Tina Turner's Simply the Best. And, and it's... Uh, <laughs> it's simply the best. I sobbed. Oh my God, I cried and I cried when I watched that. But it was like, sometimes I'll just like get a little bit like prickly eyes because I do cry yeah, like, at basically everything. Kind of thing. But well, I was actually like making crying noises oh, watching yeah, no, it. It's so effective like and affecting. Like there's something about it. It just is so wonderful oh my god because it just means that that moment for that character means everything so much yeah it means everything and then when patrick says oh you know there'll be like people outside watching and he's just like i don't care and it's just like it's so nice david stop it stop it david please (laughs) but also never stop oh yeah it's so so good i'm so pleased that you enjoyed it i absolutely because you're not finished yet absolutely loved it and then i also um this morning when i was like quite tired i woke up early i feel like i'm getting old now i just wake up early whatever i do yeah even if i just lie down for ages i'm just awake (laughs) and i watched tan france and um Anthony make a French omelette oh, on you? YouTube. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Were they having a nice time? Did yeah, a really oh, nice time. I bet they were. So that, that that was gorgeous. So I've been consuming that. I also um read a really interesting article that um you've also read by Cameron Esposito in New York Times. Yes. And it's really doing the rounds, this article. So it's called New Hope, New Pain, Same Old Divorce. And it is a really interesting article because I think that, you know, so much is and has been written about divorce and kind of um, breakups after long-term relationships. But I don't think that anything has been written in the mainstream in this way about... um, queer relationships in the public eye and the kind of breakdown of of those relationships and it's the first time that she has um properly spoken about getting divorced from her wife Rhea Butcher and um yeah it was it was a it was a sad article but it was really hopeful and sort of brings in um all of her sort of romantic history and how um she felt this pressure to kind of be this um this queer beacon of light to everybody by maintaining this um you know perfect celebrity queer relationship and that actually um you know a real form of privilege is you know being able to not necessarily fail but say you know I am imperfect maybe this person's imperfect we didn't make it work we we didn't do it and being able to be like uh just as with any straight relationship queer relationships don't always work out and like here's one that yeah you know like yeah you put us on a pedestal kind of thing yeah we were this sort of celebrity couple but actually um you know we had some everyone has similar problems in relationships and we had some and we couldn't make it yeah Continue. and i think that idea of it be- of it being you know whilst it's ultimately so painful but a privilege is a really interesting one yes um because i don't think anybody sort of articulated that in that way before that i've kind of read anyway and um yeah it was just just really just really sad but um sad but hopeful and yeah and interesting so i would definitely um give that a read and also very funny as well and a lot of like l word and tegan and Sarah uh, references I, I thought, uh, yeah there, there were uh, some good uh lesbian references although <laughs> it's a hot take yeah but it annoys me that every single lesbian article ever always mentions the l word it kind of annoys me does it yes i'm like okay, okay fine done trope <laughs> uh, <laughs> like i get it but like you know there's other stuff uh, but is there <laughs> <laughs> wait sorry what i mean is there should be other yeah stuff. <laughs> exactly that is what you mean and my favorite bit was when she says that 
can you imagine what it's like to not be able to listen to a song by Beyonce and feel seen? Like she's like yeah. being outside of the category of Beyonce, like love songs. Yeah, it's like and really when you difficult. think when you think of Beyonce's canon, it's like an impossible idea that you would not be included yeah. somewhere in that. And yet here we are. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought that was yeah. quite interesting yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. No, but yeah, good. read it. It's a good thing to read. And I also read in the New Yorker. This is like totally different and not that well. It kind of is queer a bit. I think that's not that interesting. <laughs> We're going to tell you anyway. It's actually not good. Um, but it is about um, super fans and super fandom. Oh, okay. So um, I wanted to ask you, have you ever been a super fan of oh, anything, Olivia, Lucy? You're asking me and you know the answer. <laughs> I actually am somebody who, uh, until like more recently, used to like always get completely obsessed by things did you like an obsessive personality if i liked something i like liked it loads yes when i was younger like if i had like a, cele- a celebi crush i would be like obsessed with them but literally for like two weeks let it be over weirdest one ever was deck from ant and deck <laughs> when did that happen when i came back to england so i was like uh 15 yeah. 14 15 15 and um, I think they were just so like British to me. Okay. And I was like, oh my god, this is where I live now, Britain. Britain's got talent, and it's Deck from Ant and Deck. <laughs> you really just went hard into the culture. I went hard into the culture. I just wanted to assimilate, so I thought that's what all the fourteen-year-olds are fancying. So Deck from Deck. funny. And I just was in love with Ant and Deck. Well, sorry, Deck for like <laughs> one week of my life, and then it was over. Okay. And then I didn't care anymore. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, like, so yeah, I, I do get obsessive. And my probably biggest fandom ever has been. Uh, <laughs> for reference, Olivia has just looked up from. We're in my, my, my bedroom at home. Um, and she is just. Which actually, that makes it sound like it's my childhood bedroom, which it is not. I've only, they've only lived here for 10 years. So since I was like, uh, what? 20. Yeah. 21. 20, actually, 20. Um, she's just looked up and there's a life-size cutout of Niall from One Direction. <laughs> we because, need to take a picture of that and oh, put it I on will, the stories. Yeah. Because my biggest fandom ever has, uh, will always be One Direction. Uh, got so obsessed with them when they were a thing, obviously. And then me and my housemate, Alex, shout out to Alex. He had a shout out last week as well. Oh, so two for two, Alex. <laughs> um, when we lived in our house that we called Dream House, which was the year sort of after uni. Um, and what a dream it was oh thank you um, <laughs> or as we called it it's full name star 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 dream house star 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 <laughs> we were obsessed with One Direction like obsessed we had like a shrine on our um, fireplace because didn't Direction. this used to be in the bathroom it, yeah we had it in the bathroom for a time yeah. they got me that for Christmas um, yeah. as like a joint present and they made me like close my eyes and then like they just put it in front of me and I opened my eyes and he was there and it was a dream come true um, <laughs> and uh, he's such a like it's a really creepy cardboard cut out though he's looking very stoic like very like intense yeah he is looking quite yeah. intense um, and yeah we were just obsessed with One Direction we ordered um, Take Me Home the album which is this is the time of when it was and we like waited at the window for it to come because <laughs> our fucking postman never came and it was da- a day late and we were so annoyed um, we also like used to wait to watch like the um, kiss, kiss you, exactly waiting for the kiss you video. I had to wait for Alex to come home from work, and uh, then we were going to watch it together. And we watched it like a thousand times on a loop. Um, I love that we just about love music them so videos. Much. Though. Do you yeah. remember when we did that to um, telephone? Yes, and it was like that twelve minute long exactly. one, the film. Yeah. We were just like so obsessed. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So absolutely obsessed with One Direction. We got to go see One Direction. My sister bought us tickets, which was so cute. And well, Emily, yeah, Aww. she's so good. At that. Emily, Emily loves to get like a gorgeous surprise she gift. Shout really out to Emily. Does. Shout out to Emily. Thank you for all of the surprise gifts of my life. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, we went. <laughs> Yes, we went to One Direction gig in Sheffield and we made our own t-shirts, which were tie-dyed. With... Was it at Don Valley? Uh, it was at Don Valley. Yeah, yeah we made our own t-shirts, um, tie-dyed, and then they had like the sh- outline of the shapes of each boy's hair Hairstyle, on the yeah. front, which I it's just inspired. Do you still have that? Yeah, I wear it all the time. Do I you? love it so much. It hasn't even faded. It's, well, it's faded a bit, but not loads. So yeah, we went and it was literally like a thousand like nine to 14 year olds and us. Yeah. And it was just stunning. Uh, it was so good. It was one of the best things I've ever done. <laughs> and we just loved it loads. And yes, that's my main fandom. So yes, Olivia, I have been a super fan. Yes. How about you? <laughs> um, I don't know if I... Well, actually, one thing that I did... And I know you were just talking about, like, tired lesbian tropes. But I did... Yeah, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah. I did hand paint 
um, a full like A1 poster on like quite a thick poster board mm. of Tegan and Sarah to take to their gig in Leeds. Oh, stunning. And it was it was really quite good. And I went oh. to Hobbycraft and like bought all the bits. I want to see it. Yeah, I don't know where, I don't know if there's a picture of it. There must be somewhere. Like if I can f- crack so you, into my MySpace. So you took that all the way to Leeds and then like held it up for them. Yeah, so so Kate, me and my friend Kate and our other friend Wet One when d- don't ask why that's her name <laughs> went um yeah i think like kate must have just like just passed a driving test or something okay, yeah. and then we went down because her sister was studying at leeds uni oh okay so we said that like she was like oh you can like stay on my floor yeah and we went there and i remember like i thought it was really grown up because we were like on this night out in leeds i think it must have been before i was 18 it was like 17 yeah and um, on this night out in leeds going to see tegan and sarah and she um gorgeously was like i'm gonna cook us a gorgeous dinner mm. kate's sister mm. so she i remember really clearly she made us like it was like pasta in like some kind of like chicken tonight sauce. Oh my god! And then the top was like <laughs> the top was like crumbled up, ready salted crisps, and then put in the oven. Fuck off! Yeah, that's such student fare. Like, like it's almost like a caricature of student fare. <laughs> and it was absolutely gorgeous. Um, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm really sad about it. I'm really sad. Um, yeah, so we had that, and then we went. <laughs> And then we went there, but then what happened was I last minute changed my bag and I left my... like when, you do that? When I was packing, because I don't know, I just made mm-hmm. a different decision. Mm-hmm. And um, I left the tickets in my bag at home. And oh my God. I know, and I only realised like an hour before the gig, so I like, couldn't really go back to Manchester. And I was like, oh my God. And I was like, okay, there's only one thing for it, just like sheer begging. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, and I went and they were like, no, like, you need a ticket, blah, blah, blah. And then that's when I released the big guns, which is when I showed them the poster. And she was like, I absolutely agree that no one would do that who hadn't bought a ticket for this, so you can just go in. That's amazing. <laughs> and that was like, what, 2007? That would never happen now. No, I know. You would not be allowed in. It was like, it was quite a small gig, though, because this is this yeah. is a long time ago for yeah. Tegan and Sarah, and they were just, like, playing in a student yeah, union. But yeah. it was sold out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so wow. I, I love that the poster got you in. <laughs> I guess in a sense, I was probably like, that's my, uh, I wouldn't say I'm a su- I was a super fan of them, but that is dedication, pro- that is dedication yeah. to the cause. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But it's an interesting article. It's called super fans. Yeah, I want to read that because I am somebody who is definitely um, of many fandoms. Yeah. And it, and it talks about like, um, like the sort of toxicity of fandom sometimes uh, and like stan culture. Yeah. And it actually starts, this is what got me hooked on the article <laughs> you're a super fan of this <clears throat> yes super fan article which was about the, the person who wrote it um was talking about oh no it wasn't it was actually um a story about someone else mm-hmm. and it's the tale of wanna thompson who is a freelance music journalist and basically she was just thinking about like the Nicki Minaj's music was maybe like not that good as it was or something but she was like a massive fan or like not that it wasn't as good as it was but just like she wanted to like hear some different things or whatever right and she just sent out this like really quite benign tweet about Nicki Minaj but she was a real big fan and anyway I think she like went to bed or did something and then when she next went on Twitter it was like her phone kept like turning itself off because she had so many trolls like wow. coming after her to be like for disrespecting Nicki Minaj. That is such a thing and they, and like yeah when there's big fandoms they will jump on like literally the tiniest benign things and stuff like that like as I've told you and <laughs> the, yesterday I've got this weird new compulsion for watching Aaron Carter live videos. Yes. Live Instagrams. Yes. I just can't not like I get on Instagram he's doing another live because that's all his whole life now. Yeah. And I'm like oh my god Aaron what's up AC and um he will like have he will just literally he has a bunch of trolls will come on which are usually like um, Backstreet Boy fans who will be like because him and Nick are not in a good place oh they're not no no they don't speak really yeah 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 why because like Nick was like Aaron's story is that Nick was like uh, basically super ab- abusive older brother and like really not very nice and like he's just abandoned the family and like Nick Ar- cares yeah and like Aaron's the only one who like cares for his mom who's got like alcoholism and stuff like that so oh. that's the story from Aaron so don't know from Nick 
Um, but loads of people come on Aaron's like stories and be like, oh, you're horrible whatever, and like a bit troll him. And then Aaron Carter's now decided he's like the ultimate troll hunter. And okay. he'll just like take to town, take to task like anybody who says anything mean. And he'll just like go to town with them and be like, you're a troll. Like get on live with me now and talk to me face to face. Yeah, I feel and like... Yeah, it's very it's very intense though. I feel like the world needs to have like like healing trolling workshops. Definitely. There needs to be some sort of overhaul. But um yes, and, and yet like like saying this story about uh, this tweet about Nicki Minaj, like it can be the tiniest little thing and and every and the fans will just the stands will just go for it. Yeah. Um and it's a whole thing. It's a big problem. It's and and I'd like to read this article because there is a lot of toxicity in there that needs to be um addressed. Also, on the subject of trolling in the internet age, I read a really hilarious article in The Guardian um, in the life and style section, which is entitled, What Does Living Fully Mean? (laughs) Welcome to the Age of Pseudo-Profound Nonsense. Inspirational quotes of dubious provenance are just one of the ways in which social media sells a warped vision of living fully. So it's so funny because there is this whole rhetoric Mm. around living fully that completely is in opposition to like whatever their next Instagram post is. Absolutely. So it's talking about how like on one hand they'll do um, an Instagram post that's buy the plane ticket, quit the job, plan the trip, wander into the unknown, open your heart, take the leap. But actually, like, the next one is, like, wash your face, eat your greens, go to bed early. <laughs> like, or, 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 like, or, like, or, like, you know, spend time on your hustle. And then yes. it's, so then it's, like, work all the time. Yeah. But then it's also, like, leave your job. Yeah, 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 yeah. Be There's just... so many contradictions. Be just anything that's going to get likes in that second. Yeah. So the message is just, like, all messages. And you're like, like, what should I be doing? Should I be quitting my job? Should I be focusing on my career? Like, it's it's hard. It is hard. Um, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. It's dead age. To you, what is the definition of living fully? <laughs> live, laugh, love. You know what I mean? Life is life. <laughs> life is life. <laughs> um... Yeah, I actually, I saw that article, like the headline uh, the other day when I was scrolling through the garden. I was like, I want to read that, but I also just can't. (laughs) Yeah, it was really funny. (laughs) Yeah, no, um, there's a lot of bullshit out there and and it's all like, um, you know, yeah, hashtag inspo uh, and then the next minute hashtag buy this product. So it's all just a bit shit. Um, And, but there is, there is um, an issue with the fact that, uh, you know, we are constantly being sold different messages of how to how to live our lives and how how our life can be lived the the most full the most fully or f- to the to the full, uh, and I I don't know what living your life to the full is, but um, I think we're about halfway there with this podcast. I think so. Yeah. I mean, the quote at the end really sums it up, and it just says, "We are eager to live our lives fully, yet the pressure to prove this to our friends is a major reason why we are not." Ah, that's good. <laughs> that's a great sign off on that article. Yeah, yeah. definitely. There's. The, the pressure to perf- have a performative social media life is so intense. I think mine is like a mambo number five of living fully, of just like a little bit of sunshine in yeah. my life, a little bit of... Rita by your side. Yes, exactly. A little bit of sundowners is what, <laughs> what I, need. I need. A little bit of fish and chips by the beach is what I see. <laughs> a little bit of podcast in the sun. <laughs> a little bit of more sundowners all night long. Yeah. A little bit of 30th birthdays, here I am. A little bit of bath makes me a woman who's living fully. (laughs) Perfect, there we go. You should should create the the posts. Well, we do know that I'm a great poet, as we found out this weekend. Acrostic poems turn out to be, has turned out to be Olivia's top tip. Top tip? Top skill. If it's your birthday, message me. And I will write you a gorgeous acrostic poem of your yeah. name, of all of the gorgeous things about you. You will not regret it. I don't even have to know you. I'll just look at your Instagram. Oh, yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah. yeah I'll just look at the performative life you're leaving on your Instagram. Yes. Yeah. Get it for you. And I'll know that you're living fully on this, your 28th birthday or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, so de- read that. <laughs> That's just you. So we've been living fully, but have we been listening fully? It's time for track of the week, Lucy. Oh, is it? Yes. <laughs> and after having listened to a good 14 to 15 hours of music on the way to and from Margate, what is your track of the week this week? Well, we did listen to many, many a stunning song. We listened to whole of 1989 by uh, Taylor Swift and just reveled in how great an album that is, didn't we? Yeah. And it is, like you said, absolutely gorgeous to listen to a whole album from start to finish. Yeah. Um, except for Shake It Off, which we just skipped. We did skip. Sorry. Weakest link. Goodbye. Yeah. Um, yes. But my track of the week is actually not one that we listened to, but one that we all sang together when we were doing a lovely walk home sing along session. Oh, okay. And it's um, Can't Take My Eyes Off You by Frankie Valley, The Four Seasons. Oh my God. That, do you know how important that song is to me? I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I know you do. 
I use it on my Instagram stories like twice a week. <laughs> and I just, everyone start. it came out of nowhere really and just started singing it and it was just so lovely and such a rousing chorus. Yeah. And I just felt so, um, oh my God, living my life fully yeah. at that exact point. I think it's on the penultimate series of Girls at the end of the series. Oh, where she's like walking across the bridge after she's done that... Um, that that performance at the moth. I'm not I'm not watched that much of it, oh, so okay. I don't know. But I I I believe you. <laughs> it, it's a, it's a very beautiful scene. Yeah, um, and I just love that song, and I just thought it was uh, it really sums up what's been happening. Really like sums up the weekend and how nice a time we have with everybody. Yeah, and had some nice bonding. So Cute. that is my track of the week. Have you seen Jersey Boys? No. Oh, it's great. I think I'd like it. You would yeah. like it. Okay, let's do that. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll be up for seeing it again. Great. Um, and what is your track of the week? My track of the week is from the new album by Moona. We are going to see Moona in December. Really oh, yeah. looking I forward forgot to that. that. We'd agreed to do that. With yeah. Journey down. I agreed for it on your agreed to it on your behalf. <laughs> so look forward to it. Thank you. Not going out. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love how like I just said because our friends Tom and Jamie asked if if we wanted to go to Moona, and I replied and said yes, and then they just bought a ticket for you. Yeah, <laughs> and I just put oh go on. <laughs> um, but I agree with that. You'll like it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah, it's their new album, which is really good. Um, their album is called Saves the World, I think, and they have a song on there which is called Stay Away, all one word, and it's an absolute bop. And you rightfully pointed out that most of the songs that Moona sing are about going to the bar. They're all about going... They're all about going to the bar and specifically going down... Dancing. Yeah. Dancing. Yeah. And I, I like that. I love the way that they just pronounce all words. And it's yeah. like, if I go to the dancing and dancing. I go to the bar... Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> and because I was like, oh, where are they from? They're just like from LA. Yeah. But yeah. here they are, sounding like David Bowie. Yeah. Up in a space. Yeah, like yeah. they're like... They're just some gorgeous space angels <laughs> oh, and yeah. really looking forward well, to seeing them. that's a good them. one. Um, yes, that's my track of the week. That's your track of the week. Gorgeous. Um, <laughs> and there they are. Yeah. Um, have you heard about this story? Um, I actually saw our friend Sophie, friend of the podcast, um, Captain Sophie, um, do an Instagram story about this. But did you hear about the Roman ruins? Yes, I did. Yes, the story is two ancient Roman skeletons have been found and they've been holding hands for 1,500 years and they're oh both God. men. Get them in the Guinness Book of Records. Yes, and it was really interesting because apparently like in the news they were being like, oh, I think that maybe they were like uncle and yeah, friend. Like, you and like, oh, yeah. maybe they were just... Um, um, good friends or work colleagues. Yeah. Or like, oh my god. <laughs> Close personal family friends. Honestly, in this the year of our Lord, two thousand nineteen. Yeah, you are saying that. And Can I was like, Roman skeletons. Hello. Um, <laughs> yeah, and place with their hands intertwined. Aww. It's actually like, even though it's of two dead skeletons, a really romantic image. It's a very romantic image. Yeah. It looks like something that would be on the front of a novel. Yeah, and and it says that the, they were intentionally buried holding hands. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is the the quote from the, the quote. <laughs> the quote from experts is they could have been siblings or cousins or soldiers who died together in battle, mm. or they could have been lovers. I think we know the truth of what's going on here. Yeah, we do. Gay rights. Gay rights. Also this week, um, oh. Sam Smith has come out as non-binary yes. and said that they will now be using they/them pronouns. Yes. Yeah. Really um, lovely post from them. Um, I had a read of it and uh, they really just like talk about how they're still very much um, going through it and learning a lot about themselves, but that they wanted to make the first step to say that, you know, this is me and I want to change to use they them pronouns. And um, and then they also shout out to a load of activists at the end of it who uh, are doing all the they're like they're doing all the good work and they've helped me to really realize um who i am and, and um how i want to live my life and yeah no, i think a great um great time for sam i just live for sam smith right now yeah, like you're obsessed i'm obsessed with them mm-hmm. just obsessed like everything they do i'm just like you are living your best life they really are they really really are and it's so nice to see yeah just like wearing some little shorts making some fresh pasta just like <laughs> being an absolute gorgeous angel i just always in the sunshine seems yeah to be. such gorgeous life authenticity living fully is what oh. i say yes sam smith is absolutely living fully <laughs> absolutely. and we're here for it and speaking of living fully i know someone who lives fully every day Oh, do you? Because it's time for... Celine Watch! So this is a very special Celine Watch this week. A personalised Celine Watch. (laughs) From me slash you to you. (laughs) It was so funny when it happened because everyone just like turned around to us just like wide-eyed. Like, this is your moment. This is your perfect moment (laughs) with you. 
So we were in Hashtag Sundowners, which yeah. is our new our uh, second home. Mecca. Yeah, our second home. Um, and there was a drag queen on. Um, must say, stunning drag queen. I know. And I think we could probably find out what her name is. Yeah. She won, like, Best she Drag Queen something. UK or something. Or something yeah. um, but she's absolutely gorgeous. She was gorgeous. And she had a really good singing voice. Yeah. And what musical did she say she was in? Was it Kinky Boots? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I would totally go see that with her. I would. In. She, she was, was. She was so good. So good. Um, so you, she was in Sundowners having the greatest time ever with all of us. And uh, so she did a few tracks, different things. She did a great like um, jazzy version of um, sort of slowed down jazzy version of uh, Uptown Funk, which we loved. Oh yeah, we with did. Some like I can't remember. Else. There was some other like bits <laughs> sewn in there, which and was so funny. If you head to the Sundowners Facebook page, <laughs> you will see live CCTV footage of us all dancing to it. Actually, that that bit, yeah, because she sewed in um, like. Uh, uh, these boots are made for walking because that's the bit, uh, the, yeah. the bit of that video so there's also that bit um but what happened was she was just going through her songs and then all of a sudden she was like i can't remember how it happened what actually happened like the how was she how did she intro, intro she it? was talking about like relationships and breakups and things yes there was a lot of like her talking about toxic relationships yeah and um you we, know, we just... all we all had to shout that shout the name out of our exes who had been yeah. toxic to us it was great yeah what a release cathartic experience <laughs> what a release for everybody she's like room. feel the catharsis we're all there crying yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then she goes like oh well sometimes you know you just uh i can't even remember how it began but basically the chords struck up and what was it but one and only, lo and behold, Celine with It's All Coming Back to Me Now. And she sung it with such beautiful poise and grace. And me and you were just going insane. And all our friends just turned to us like, it's Celine. But the best thing about it was our friend and um, social media manager manager on the floor, on the ground, Hannah, um, <laughs> was right there with the voice memo app. Yes. And was like, get this on tape. So here's a clip. So here it is right now, live. We agree with it. We agree with this right here, right now. Endorsed by Queer Longing tonight. So that was us listening to Celine um, live in your ears, and I hope you enjoyed it. Um, as you can tell, that's probably why we're a bit raspy now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we had the most gorgeous time in Margate, and we agreed with it the most. But but we can't bring to you an episode without also telling you some little things that um, we're not so fond of. So, Olivia, it's time for... I don't agree with it. So, Olivia, please tell me, what do you not agree with this stunning week? What I don't agree with this week mm. is something that I keep seeing on Instagram. Oh. Um, and it's not living fully to me. Oh. And it is when they keep making those, like, from a height videos of giant sandwiches oh my god a sharing sandwich yeah 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 it, not yeah. not a giant sandwich no, a sharing a share- sandwich a giant sandwich fine give it to me mm. a sharing sandwich fuck off yeah when they because it, ugh, it's when they get like a whole like massive like round of bread and then they hollow it all out and then put like a thousand things in it to all get like all slushy and congealed and then they like put the top back on it and then they like put a, a book on it with a tea towel and make it flash and then they like slice it slice like, a cake. like a cake yeah That's no disgusting. and also you're getting rid of like all of the bread i know it's disgusting and then what a I, waste i hate a lot of those kind of like videos there's like tasty videos or whatever i think i mentioned on the podcast before yeah. that my little sister and her boyfriend like to watch them and like scream at them yeah i hate them so much especially those big like showing ones like there's ones where they make like a huge burger yeah with like a thousand like, cheeses and on it's it. like a fucking slab of cheese it's like 200 million kilograms of beef mints. Yeah. And it's just disgusting. Yeah. And yeah, you should never have to squish something so much to make it, like, normal. <laughs> like, it's disgusting. I don't... I hate it so much. The like. rule to live by. 
the rules stipulate don't squish it yeah um, yeah so i am with you on that yeah and then like all the tomato must just like get all watery Ugh. and just like trickle down into all the other ingredients Ugh. and into the like already feeble just crust because there's no structural integrity of the bread because all of the bread has been taken out of it and what are you doing with that bread are you like making it into breadcrumbs and having it with your chicken tonight pasta bake or like what are you doing um we do not agree with the uh the engineering that's been going on with all this food i really don't um yeah i, I don't agree with that so much i have a very visceral reaction to it and I, i've realized that that's been bubbling up for a long time so i'm really glad that i could say it here on oh the podcast God. well that's what this space is here for it's for us to get it out in the open and just you know put out in the universe that we don't agree with it yeah and, and hopefully it stops it's nice that you also don't agree with stupid food things because you know the rules of food oh thank you so much yeah thanks um hbu hb me um i uh this is something that's quite close to my heart in a way that i wish it wasn't but um (laughs) (laughs) because obviously i don't agree with it yeah um and you reminded me of these yesterday actually that was your trigger i was was like this is gonna be my i don't agree Uh oh was it something i did No, 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 no 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 okay it's similar to one that you've had um previously but it's a more specific one and it is the going out shoe Oh, gross. Which was so funny because it was on... Right, okay, yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Wait, what was it on? It was on Shit's Creek last night. Creek? And we both screamed. Yes, we both screamed. And your dad was like... Ooh. What? Yeah, we were, <laughs> we were like... Eh, no, 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 Yeah, so I hate, and I've hated, like, my whole life, um, specifically the uh, mainly uh, attributed to male going yeah. out shoe, yeah. which is the sort of brogue, oh, but it's usually a bit elongated. Yeah. And it can have, there can be really pointy ones, there can be ones, on oh, Shit's Creek last night, yeah. they talk about one that's pointy, but then has a, a square edge. Yeah. It's, the it's the going out loafer. Yeah, it's disgusting. I hate them. I hate them so much. They're always worn with a terrible jean as well. Yeah, and always like um, with an ankle roll up. <laughs> yes. Or even worse, like... Just quite baggy, really not that great. Yes, jeans. exactly. That have that weird bagginess, like like a Simon yeah. Cowell. Yes, jean. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, more that. I think <laughs> yeah, I'm more them, that. More I'm that. giving them too much credit you with are, the ankle roll up. Um, yeah, they're the Simon Cowell jean and the going out shoe. I hate them so much. They also they they tend to speak of like uh, a certain like uh, subsect of lad that like I'm smacks prob- of I'm, lad. Yeah, smacks of lad. Yeah. Um, and actually, really funnily, in Sundowners on Saturday night, a group of sort of lads came in and did some, they? Some of them were wearing um going out shoes and uh mm. one of them like bumped into me a bit they were doing they were singing something it was really funny they were they were dead nice okay. they were singing something like really funny and they bumped into me at the bar and they were like oh sorry 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 and i sort of like looked down saw the going out shoe and then i went like oh no it's fine hun love your energy <laughs> <laughs> but actually i was like hate your shoes but um Aww. yeah so i really do not agree with going out shoes because i just don't need to see them and i don't want them in my life i don't want them near me no so I think that is it for another week. We've really enjoyed coming to you from our very special rural location this yeah. week. But interestingly, we've had more noise interference here than we've had when we're in the city centre with you know dogs, tractors, various dogs, things. sheep, cows. <laughs> there were so many cows. There um, were so many doing cows. a lot of moves this yeah. morning. It was very nice. Um, but yeah, I think that is it. Please do get in touch with us as per usual. We love to have a chat with you. And you can get in touch with us in all of the usual and best ways, which is at Queer Longing on Twitter and Instagram. Queer Longing at gmail.com on email and yeah we just love to hear from you as per usual also as i mentioned before if you are having an upcoming birthday and would like an acrostic poem um <laughs> do do let me know i'm offering free services for a limited time only and then i'll be charging yeah 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 free trial yeah 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 free free trial for one year yeah but you've got to give your credit card details and then it's just going to be paid straight after that yeah 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 of course um but other than that we will be loving you leaving you and longing for you until next week Bye! <laughs> what don't you agree with? I think it's me asking this question because you're doing a face. <laughs>